Hey, this is Kaz, and this is Nightmares at Midnight. Welcome, everybody. This is episode one. We're going to be talking about the Rhinelander hot egg today, but a few things first. Just wanted to let you know that you can find us on Spotify, Amazon Music, Instagram. I'll make sure to get all those tags at the end for you. So I'm Kez. I'm your neighborhood spooky lady, and I decorate for Halloween probably too early for the neighborhood. (laughs) And I love cryptids. I love spooky things. We're going to be talking about myths, legends, different stories from all over. For sure, some in Wisconsin, definitely some in Kentucky. I've got a few episodes coming up from Michigan, Arizona, um, all over the place, Alabama. So if you know of places in your local area that has a myth or a spooky story, please feel free to email me, shout me out, something like that so I can research it and do an episode on it. I live in Alaska right now. Um, my husband's job brought us up here and I absolutely love the Alaska scenery. The mountains right now are starting to get covered in the snow again. It was 30 degrees this morning when I walked outside to let my puppies out, so I'm sure you'll hear about them too. I want to start this thing where We'll talk about what you're watching so that way you can you guys can comment on Instagram the different shows and movies that you guys are watching right now as we go into the spooky season. Uh, so just Saturday I had my daughter's friends and their parents come over to watch the first Hocus Pocus because the second one is releasing on Disney Plus. So I just wanted to make sure that we watch the first one first and then they're all coming back on Saturday to watch the second one. Also a big deal right now is the Jeffrey Dahmer story on Netflix. I don't know if you've watched that yet. But if you have not, make sure you don't watch it in the dark because it's super spooky. Uh, Evan Peters does a super good job as Jeffrey Dahmer. It's bad to say that you have a favorite serial killer, but he's definitely on my top five list of favorite, mainly because he was from Wisconsin. Ed Gein is right up there (laughs) with him too. I have unlimited serial killer knowledge that is completely unnecessary, but that's kind of my thing. So that's what I'm watching. Let me know what you're watching. Just a few warnings too. I will do my best not to swear on this podcast because I know sometimes younger people are listening and I'm trying not to do that. Uh, I want to make a podcast that my grandma would be able to listen to. So shout out to Graham for that. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the Rhinelander Hodeg. Getting on with it. The Rhinelander Hodeg. So Rhinelander Um, In the 1800s was known as a pioneer lumber town and loggers would work the forest in the north woods uh, and they would tell stories of a monster roaming these forests. Legend had it that this hot egg was the reincarnated spirit from the ashes of the sturdy, hardworking oxen that dragged logs from this forest. This belief was had because the amount of the abuse the animals had suffered from their handlers during the logging days that the animals would come back to haunt their handlers they would take abuse they would be cursed at they would be beaten at all trying to do their job and 
they would die out in these forests and the rumor was that they would come back and haunt them. So the Hodag hadn't gone 1800s viral at this point yet until a Northwoods lumberman, Eugene or Gene Shepard, claimed he had pictographic evidence of the beast. He claimed that he had captured the Hodag with the help of a healthy dose of chloroform and this made me laugh a little bit because I can just picture this guy out in the woods with a rag and some chloroform trying to catch himself a hodag. That to me was just funny. Anyways, he started with keeping the hodag in his barn so people from all over could come see it, of course, with a fee. And soon after, he made it into the county fairs and proceeded to parade through the state of Wisconsin with his find. At this time, animals were still being discovered in northern Wisconsin, and Shepard thought it would be rather believable to somebody that wasn't local that there was this beast actually there. So if you came from somewhere different, it was fully plausible that this beast roamed in Wisconsin. At this time, Shepard described the Hodag with black skin instead of the green that we know as today. It wasn't until the Smithsonian Institution planned on coming to Rhinelander to investigate that Shepard had to admit that it was a hoax. He had put the beast together with oxen leather, wood, and moving wires, and his sons were behind the scenes working the wires. Basically, picture this. You're at your county fair. You hear people talking about a hoed egg, this beast. And so you go to check it out, and there it is, this lizard-looking beast. It's described to have an elephant face. I've heard that. It's got spines all down its back, a bunch of little spines on its tail. So you go in, and it's dimly lit, and you see this, and it's believable that it's real because it's moving. Little do you know that it's a hoax. How did the skin go from black to green? So mixed beliefs from generations kind of mashed the skin from Gene Shepard's belief and the belief that it was a lizard together. So the hodag is known to have spines all down its back, like I said, and a few of them on its tail. Adult hodags are known to be seven feet long and weigh over 300 pounds. It's heard to have webbed feet, which was, that was a new one for me and a three-foot-long tail to help climb trees, and it would slap its tail against the water to signal danger. Kind of reminds me of a beaver, don't you think? As I grew up, the hodag I knew of would just eat small mammals, fish, or snakes, but I've also heard that it specifically eats white bulldogs, which I have no idea where that story came from. It totally sounds like somebody was just pissed off at their neighbor's dog, and it happened to be a white bulldog, and so they spread this story that the hodag was going to eat this bulldog just to upset the neighbor. But, I mean, I'm not really high above that petty list either, so. (laughs) So I was researching if there was any sightings of this hodag, and I got some funny videos, reports back from it. Bear with me. It's pretty funny. I was laughing. I think the guy just probably took too many mushrooms, but here we are. We'll see. I was mushroom hunting on a trail, a logging trail up in northern Oneida County, uh, north of Rhinelander here, and I got to turn in, in the trail, and as I made the turn, I saw this green thing there. He was green, and he was whistling, and he was clapping, and he was kind of on three legs, giving me one of these, pointing to something that was around the corner in the ditch. And when I got there, sure enough, there was another one. And when I looked back at him, he took off down the trail. And in the ditch, there was I heard grunting. It, it sounded like somebody uh, who eat, eat potatoes trying to get into an old pair of Levi's. 
And uh, what it was, was another hodag that I thought was giving birth, but, uh, you know, its head was leaning back, trying to get its horns near its tail. And as I got closer, I realized he, he or she must have sat down in a, in a uh, ant's nest. And it was all over the, the, the tail end of this, this hodag. And I kind of felt sorry for it, and I got real close, and there, really there was nothing I could do. I had already wet my pants, and um, the first thing I saw was this huge green tail, and I thought it was a snake because I was used to snakes. I, I, I learned how to sleep standing up on a dresser uh, when our boa constrictor got loose in the house. And um, I figured best I could do was maybe take the uh, bottle of, of mosquito lotion in my pocket, take the cork out and splash that on uh, the, the, the tail end of this hold egg in a ditch and maybe I'll get rid of the ants. Big mistake. It, it, I, I, I tossed the mosquito lotion, the ants kind of scattered. This thing popped up, screeched, and all the uh, seed cones fell out of the trees and that's why you wonder why we got so much evergreen trees up here. Anyhow, I thought it was coming after me, but it, what it was, it, it was just kind of looking for, for help. And I uh, kept dodging behind trees, uh, trying to get away. And uh, uh, when, when I finally uh, got to a point where I was exhausted and it was exhausted, it, after the, another big screen, backed up to a huge pine tree and started scratching from the back end to the forward and fortunately uh, uh, I was near my car and I, I, I was out the end of the trail and I, I went to my car waited for a bit when, when everything seemed to stop I walked back to get my mushrooms which were in the bag and uh, I looked and that tree was leaning about 30 degrees and all that was left at the base of the tree was a head and this, the horns of that hodag and I took it back home and I have it mounted over a fireplace in my uh, one of my cabins and last time I told that story was to a door-to-door -door insurance salesman he didn't believe me either so I'm going for 50-50 here. So keep in mind that recording was from 15 plus years ago and I'm not claiming whether it's true or false. So keep it moving. What did I learn from researching? So apparently the story has it that these hodags mate, which I had never heard that one before, and they're born in litters. Uh, that was a new one to me. Apparently the biggest threat to hodags is getting hit by cars when they're crossing roadways. That's why driving through Wisconsin, you can see random signs of hodag crossings. So in case you haven't seen these signs before, they're like the yellow caution signs and they have a picture, a silhouette of a hodag on them. And it just says Hodag Crossing on it. And they're typically on retired people's garages or in people's yards, you know, that kind of thing. They have been, the Hodags have been on TV shows. It was on an episode of Inside Edition, episode on Boogeyman, a TV series. Also on America's Monsters, where it was paired with Bigfoot, the Forest Monsters edition. Um, my favorite was that it was on Scooby-Doo Mystery Inc., where the villain disguised himself as a Hodag in a circus. I thought that was kind of ironic because that's where it all started from. As far as movies, the Hodag showed up in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, um, and that brought 
brought, of course, the magical creature to the popular Harry Potter series. As far as books, I'm going to shout out to one of my favorite local authors, uh, Thomas Barnett. He wrote books uh, about hot eggs. He wrote, I brought a hot egg home. I brought a hot egg to school and I was saved by a snowed egg. The snowed egg he invented, that's a girl snowed egg. So that one's probably my favorite just because it shouts out to the girls. Put his daughter as a character in there and she meets Lily the snowed egg. So it's super cute. You can get those books at Thomas Barnett's store, which is downtown. I'll talk about that in just a second. And The Hopeful Hot Egg by Mary Lee Flanagan, which you can get on Amazon, Walmart, and at Barnes & Noble. The Terrible Hot Egg by Caroline Arnold is another one. If you're going to make a trip to Rhinelander, you get on Highway 8 and you go east into Rhinelander and you're going to come up to the Chamber of Commerce where you're going to see a giant statue of the Hodeg, which is the most photographed spot of it. Just giant statue with its leg kind of arched so you can go stand up underneath it and make a face that it's going to get you. Super cool spot if you want to get a picture with a Hodeg. Then if you keep going into town, you're going to come into the Pioneer Park Historical Complex where you can tour a replica logging camp and learn about the Civilian Conservation Corps in the Northwoods. This is a really good spot to learn about the Hodeg as well as they have a very good replica of Gene Shepard's Hodeg with the black skin there. I went there. I think it's a super cool place to be able to step back in time. Plus there's a park for the kids. There's also the Hodeg store where you can get Hodeg clothing, bobbleheads, toys, even Hodeg poop candy. I also saw that they just got Hodeg egg trading cards and these look really cool so I kind of want to get my hands on some of those too. You can also see their custom painted hot egg van. This thing reminds me of a food truck that has custom hot egg painted all over it. Definitely cool. You can see them at the parades and stuff. Really neat. You can ride a hot egg. There's Tom's drawing board. So this is Thomas Barnett's store. He teaches painting there but you definitely can get his books or check them out. You can see the keychains. Thomas Barnett also just finished a custom mural on the back of the Hodeg Water Ski Show, their concessions building. Uh, he just finished. It's a Hodeg skiing behind a boat full of people. So you should definitely check that out if you're nearby or if you want to take a drive, head up that way and check it out. There's also the Rhinelander Brewing Company where you can go and taste some of their Hodeg ales. So basically the Hodeg pride in Rhinelander is huge. The high school is the Rhinelander Hodegs as their mascot. At different events, you can see the Hodeg that shows up there occasionally. They have the Rhinelander Hodeg Country Fest. Pretty big country music stars come there and play, and it's a major ordeal. If you like to drink, and you like to get a big sunburn, and you like to have a good time listening to country music, that's definitely the thing for you. Uh, that's normally in July. I know they haven't released the lineup yet, for next year's but I'm sure it'll be awesome. And one thing I totally wanted to play for you is I found this recording of what a hot egg apparently sounds like and it makes me laugh because it sounds like a adult man burping. You'll see in just a second. I'll see if I can play it for you. <coughs> Doesn't that just sound gross anyways? I just thought it was funny that that's what the hot egg was known to sound like. 
So a couple more things to check out if you're local or planning on making a trip to Rhinelander is the YMCA hosts the Hodeg Run for Your Life and it's a 5k run. All the races start at Hodeg Park's Beach House. That's a fun thing to do if you're into running. I don't really run unless I'm being chased by something. So I mean it's not really my cup of tea but it could be for you. Also there's Hodeg hunting. So if you go to the Chamber of Commerce they have what's called the Hodeg finder and you can get a map of all these three foot long Hodeg statues. Businesses all around the city. Some people have them at their homes in their yard that you can go and find and they're individually painted. One of the fun things to do. I enjoyed doing it. None of the Hodegs look the same. They don't have the typical green hair. I know one of my favorites of the smaller ones specifically is at the Rhinelander Library. They have one of the Hodegs that is completely covered in recycled glass. They're all individual. I know they also recently just put up the Hodeg Dome, which is really something different. I'd never seen anything like that before where you can play sports in there. My parents play pickleball in there. You can do the track. I've seen cheerleading or gymnastics happening in there at the same time. It's huge. Definitely a go-see. So anyways, that was the Rhinelander Hodeg. Uh, we're gonna wrap this up with this episode pretty sure that the next episode i'm gonna do is the beast of bray road also in wisconsin but shout out if you have an idea of anything local at nightmares at midnight podcast at gmail.com let us know Uh, you can look us up on instagram the nightmares at midnight podcast you can also find us on Spotify and Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. Another thing I wanted to quick say is here at Nightmares at Midnight Podcast, it is just me doing the recording and the editing and the research. So if I make a mistake with the research, please feel free to let me know. Also, if the editing is bad, my husband says just blame the other voice in my head, Patricia, so that way it's not just me. But yes, so if I say we or us, it's 100% just me. We will be doing special episodes for the holidays. Of course, Halloween coming up. Uh, We'll probably be doing some Christmas episodes. Eventually, we'll have some people on here with me. Um, I know my daughter will be on here talking with me. It's a little bit easier to talk about things when there's another person in the room. So yeah, that's the Rhinelander Hodeg, and we will see you next time for the Beast of Bray Road in episode two. Thanks for tuning in, and catch us next time.